This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskin fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the latest draft rumors. Will the Redskins get a quarterback? Leonard Little, could he be coming to Washington? We cut on Larry Michael as usual. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up? Welcome. Episode number 204. Harry. Hog. Football. Nacho. Nacho. Dude, I'm sick of that music. Do you think Bruce Allen will bring back some throwback music? <laughs> Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> there Nacho you go. cheese. Nacho cheese. Do you think Bruce Allen will bring back some throwback music, or do you think we'll be stuck with this stuff in the stadium? Get pumped up, folks. We're really, really falling into the taint of the offseason, or otherwise known as the Redskins' best time of the year. That's right. Why don't we jump right into it this week? Speaking of the off season, speaking of the off season, right? we have some latest draft rumors. Mel Kuyper and others say that Clawson, the dude that me and John saw play up at Notre Dame, will be the guy at number four. Aaron, do that again with that heavy breath thing at the end. Notre Dame. <sighs> Dude, you sound like Neil Diamond. <laughs> no to Seriously. Love on the rocks. Ain't oh, no big yeah. surprise. Anyway, Mel. I'm looking in your eyes. Mel Kuyper's hair. <laughs> Mel Kuyper's hair. Is it me? Or do you love my hair? <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Mel Kuyper, who lately is... I mean, everyone who watches ESPN sees Mel Kuyper in his hair, and they know that Mel Kuyper is like, is or at least was the big guru of the of the NFL draft for ESPN. And the last couple of years, they've had Todd McShay, and he's getting a lot more camera time, a lot more camera time than Mel Kuyper does anyway. And McShay, I, neither one of them is right that often because you know things change, and they have to go out there and make new predictions every week just to keep you know their phony baloney jobs that they keep all year round talking about the NFL draft. Because one guy wasn't enough doing that. They had to bring in a second one. But anyway, Mel Kuyper, in his infinite wisdom, is now saying, no, the Redskins don't need to get Sam Bradford, who is going to be like a five-year pro with injury-prone career and is going to suck. I call it out already. Uh, They think the Redskins, or he thinks the Redskins should draft. I called it. He thinks the Redskins should draft Jimmy Clausen with the number four pick. Um, I think he might be a better pick or a drafty at the uh, number 36 pick myself. Right, right. Because the three of us and most of you guys listening already know we need offensive linemen. Yep. Because we got 
Because the line is like Swiss cheese. It's like a, it's like Swiss cheese going through a Swiss cheese grater. There's so many holes Man. in yeah, it. Yeah, Kuiper was just like, I would start with a quarterback. It's like, that would be great to have a nice quarterback. But we need two tackles and a guard. Not just one tackle. We need both Two of them. tackles and a guard. Isn't Kuiper like a Dallas fan? I don't know. I don't know. He looks like a giant It's like two fan. turntables and a microphone. <laughs> uh, two tackles and a guard. Anyway, throw that throw that argument out the door. There's no argument. We need to pick up offensive linemen. That's it. That's the bottom line. And I, I have a feeling that's what we're going to do, yeah. too. Um, as we get closer to the draft, there's going to be all that speculation that keeps coming up all the time. But I have a feeling in the end, I, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about Bruce Allen being up there in charge and uh, as the general manager. And I think I think we're going to go offensive lineman. Speaking of Bruce Allen, sure or trade have. down. Yeah, speaking of Bruce Allen, he did say there was an article this week saying that they have to evaluate the talent they already have on the team before they make a decision of what position they're going for. And they're watching all the tapes of Jason Campbell from like his college days on up to his last snap. Snap. And they're watching all the plays where Carlos Rogers has the ball hit him in the hands. (laughs) Speaking of the hand and drop to the turf. Speaking of Carlos Rogers, I was throwing a in the hot tub. I was throwing <laughs> I was throwing this little ball with Amelia today and she dropped it, it hit her right in the hands, and I was like, Who are you, Carlos Rogers? Thought that was pretty funny. She start crying. <laughs> no, but she, she would. Did she start crying when she dropped the ball or when you called her Carlos Rogers? She, I think if she knew who Carlos Rogers was. Daddy's making fun of me. <laughs> I think it, Dude, he, calls, he called me a scrub. I, I think if she knew who he was, she would have cried. It's weak. Comparing your own daughter to Carlos <laughs> Rogers? Huh? Well, at least I'm training her how it's to weak, catch dude. young so that when she gets to be his age, she won't drop as many balls as he does. She might not be able to come back from that, dude. Don't don't bring that up again. Seriously. What? I don't want her to be her, I don't want her to end up he, being soft like Dion and his turf toe. She's gotta be able to take criticism. Josh is worried that you're scarring her early. No, she's on. gotta be tough. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't scar her, dude. Don't you know? She's got to be able to take the criticism Easy. going in early. She's only like two, three, or whatever. Take it easy. She's three. Hard uh, love, dude. Speaking of little, um, so we've been talked a free about agent rumor this week. Yeah, there you go. Free agent rumors. There's been a, who's, yeah, who's we got a, a rumor this week going on that has lit the offensive uh, coordinator for the Redskins, who everyone keeps speculating if he's going to go 3-4 or stick with 4-3 or whatever he's going to do. Um, some people are saying that he may try to bring in aged defensive and Leonard Dumb. Little uh, why? for a visit. Why do, why do we need we him? Don't. We don't need him. Dude, we've got Carter. We don't need exactly. him. Put a Rackpo at defensive end. we got Carter on the other side. Done. And Jeremy Jarman, who I yeah. still say is going to be awesome when he gets back from that injury. I think Jarman's going to be awesome, too. Um, despite what Yahoo Sports said, that he broke his leg or ankle, he did, in fact, tear his ACL, as Harry Hawk Football reported during the season. Um, they're saying he may be ready for the beginning of the season, but you know how these ACL injuries go. I mean, it's going to be probably one or two months of playing before he's back up to speed. Um, when guys come back from that and they get in their first many games after they come back from an injury like that, they're never up to full speed. It takes them many, many, many games. Well, especially since he's also essentially still a rookie. Don't forget. 
Dude, yeah. I thought, yeah, he's like the other end of the spectrum from from Leonard Little. I thought Little was getting ready to retire out of St. Louis. Leonard Little was he, isn't he yeah. ready to like? Dude, be Leonard done? Little needs to be done. I don't know what their deal is with him. I, I'm thinking I it's probably think just a rumor. Can... It came out of RotoWorld.com, uh, and like, they're um... they're unintelligent enough to say. He might be a good fit for the Redskins. The team could use a situational pass rush. Dude, they're like a half step above Bleacher uh, Report. I, they are yeah, a half geez, step. Louise. I think they, yeah, they're a close second. They're running a close second. I think they got their information, though, from ESPN 101 out of St. Louis. Is apparently what, what the news that we got uh, on that. So who knows where it came from. But I don't think we need to waste any more breath talking about that one. Here's what yeah. I have to say about Leonard Little. And here's what St. Louis and the Redskins should do with him. It's too that's old. Right. I, I think the Rams probably should sign him again if he wants to keep playing, but that's just me. Anyway. The Rams are one of the few teams that we can actually still joke right now. Barely. No, we can joke the Cowboys, too. Yeah, just barely. Hey, we beat them. All right, let's talk about number 28. Daryl Green turned 50 of, this uh, yeah. last week, and he ran a four four three forty. How about that? 50 years old, he says. He claims that he ran a 4.43. So he claims on his Facebook page. What What did he run in his prime in, in the league? What was his What was his 40? You know? Nope. Fast. I don't know it either. If anybody out there knows what Daryl Green's uh, what was his fastest 40, 40 times dude? were when he was like in in the prime, I'd like to know his, what it is. His fastest 40 was Tootsie Roll fast. Hey, if any, hey, but maybe that be the uh, trivia this week if Tom didn't give one. We don't have a trivia. We're in the off. Season All right, well, right we're in the off season. Well, Trivia's here's Aaron's hiatus. trivia. What was Daryl Green's fastest forty time, and how many times did he win NFL's fastest man competition? Nah. Ah. I, I don't know, but I, think I already found the answer to it. Well, then that was a lame you, question. Just go ahead and give us the answer. Just tell us, because we want to know. Um, Daryl Green's fastest 40 time, believe it or not, according to uh, Wikipedia, is 4.09. Wow. That's damn mm-hmm. fast. Dude, 4.43 I mean, is we already fast. knew he was damn fast, but that's damn <laughs> fast. Yeah, but 4.43 is still fast. Oh, yeah, dude. Good. You know what my 40 I mean, come would be? On. There'll be guys. Seriously. Be guys at the combine, guys at the combine that can't run a 4.43. John. Daryl Green probably could cover all of the receivers on the Washington Redskins. Josh, right now, John, still. when we go to the Hall of Fame yes. this this year, we need to measure out forty, and yes. I'm going to run it, and you guys are going to time me. <laughs> we should. We should get on video of us running the. Dude, 40. I think I can do it. <laughs> the, the I think I can us? do it sub twelve seconds. Dude. I think I can break ten seconds. I bet I could do it in about six point eight. <laughs> yeah, right. If if there's beer at the end of the forty yards, I can probably well, that depends. Dude, if there's some hot wings, if there's some hot wings down there, I could do it like. Well, that depends, John. If there was beer at the sure. beginning of the forty. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, that's pretty cool that he did that. All right. and forty. Other or fifty. Other news: Daryl Green is he is going to be tutoring D'Angelo Hall this off season. Is that true, John? That's that's the word from D'Angelo Hall himself that he's going. He's been uh, getting tips from uh, DG. Oh, good. Is it tutoring, or is he just getting tips, or is he like mentoring? What's the what's the story there? 
We don't know. It's just a rumor. We'll have more later. Just throwing out rumors? Is that really – are we a rumor That's something that D'Angelo Hall – that was something that D'Angelo Hall mentioned. Um, I think it was on, like, Redskins Nation or some crap with uh, uh, <laughs> Larry Michael on Comcast. Of the Redskins. Was where I saw that, I believe. Either way, hopefully it will teach uh, D'Angelo Hall to actually do things like cover <laughs> – and not try to bait people all the time to get picks and then get burnt all Deion Sanders style. What are you talking about, man? Deion Sanders was one of the greats. Turf two. One of the great what's. Where's the crickets? Where's the crickets? Campbell Come two. on. I mean, turf <laughs> two. <laughs> Aaron, do you have crickets? I don't have crickets. Or I can't play crickets. I don't know. Anymore. I've got them somewhere, Where's but it's the, the off season. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Hey, say that reminds uh. me. That reminds me. Did you guys read John's post this week about Bruce Allen and the throwback uniforms? Dude, I'm yes. pumped about I like this. the fact that he likes Is the idea true? of the throwback uniforms, but said, no, we're not using black in our uniforms. I think yeah, he's I like that too. What, Josh? You were breaking up. We don't need black. I think we should go back to uh, to the throw way back, like the Sammy Ball era. Era uniform. You mean like no helmets? <laughs> I don't know if the league. Like burgundy. <laughs> no, no, dudes. No, we can wear helmets, but like burgundy three-quarter sleeves, you know, with the patches on the elbows kind of thing. Yeah, but they can't do that. They... Why? They can't. You can't have sleeves. Only the quarterback's allowed to have sleeves on the field. Everyone else has to have them tucked up, like cut and tucked up under their pads now. No, you can wear those Under Armour sleeves all the way down your arms, right? Yeah, but those are like skin tight, you know, like the pantyhose that you like to wear on Friday nights. <laughs> on my head. On your head. Dude, but it, <laughs> when you're knocking over the ABC It would be store. cool to go back to the That's classic right. R and and the uh, feather. That'd be cool. He said he's going he, – he said specifically he made mention of the, uh, the yellow – I'm sorry, the gold pants and the gold helmets with the R. He said he really likes those. Sweet. That's fine. I like those too. So, um, I think it'll be great because we know that Joe Gibbs didn't really like the throwback uniforms. It wasn't something he was really into. And Jim Zorn was just clueless about like a the, lot of things, including doing throwbacks because we all know the famous black and red. <laughs> you kept trying to colors. get black and more black and red and yellow in there. Yeah. Oh, man. So anyway, anyway. that's going to be pretty cool. Hopefully we're going to see some really neat throwbacks. Um you know, we know that the gold throwbacks are 0-1 against the Giants, so they need to break out them out like two or three times. Like, go ahead and plan it now, so hopefully they'll have a chance at uh, getting a winning record this season coming up. I want to see. There you go. As a matter of fact, if they're in the Hall of Fame game, which we're going to be at, if they are playing in the Hall of Fame game at the uh, the day after the uh, Hall of Fame inductions, then perhaps that would be a good time to break them out. Yeah. Dude, that would be a good game, though, to have, like, Dallas Redskins for the Hall of Fame game. That would draw that would draw some uh, crowds and they watchers. You know it would. That that would get some of those fair weather. Fans they won't do it, dude. It would get out there because you know there's a lot. They're not going to show up anywhere near for Emmett Smith like we showed up for Monk and Green. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Well, that's because well, half the Cowboys fans just became their fans like the day before they made the playoffs and then stopped being their fan the day after they got beat. <laughs> only, only if they won the week before. That's the that's the thing. Oh, who Dallas won last week? I'll be a Dallas fan. Oh man, I loved Cowboys. Really, I love me them Cowboys. Really, who's their quarterback? Uh, 
It's like, no, 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 uh, just be like, name five players on the Cowboys other than Tony Romo. <laughs> uh, T.O.? No, dude, no, T.O.'s not, not on the Cowboys anymore. Uh, Jeremy Shockey? Uh, uh, Michael Irvin? Deion Sanders? Uh, no, Tony dude. Dor- Tony Dorsett? Ed Tall Jones? Uh, I saw him on a commercial the other day. He is on commercial, man. O.J. Simpson? O.J. Simpson? man, he's still likely he could play. Dudes, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break uh, and get back, and we are going to talk about John's dog, Byron Westbrook. The latest thug. uh, Dude, he's so not my dog. Other side. That's not even funny. On the other side. You gave it away. I was going to say, we need to talk about the latest thug that has made an appearance on the Redskins. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Harry Hog Football. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. Hey, I just realized something. That Harry Hog football jingle that you put together is a commentary on the fact that our hog line is not in service, isn't it? It is. Is John back from the pot yet? I don't know, dude. I think he's like off using his shake weights or something. He's got like teeny bladder syndrome. <laughs> TBS. I think he's I think he's trying to bulk up, dude. He's off using his shake weights. <laughs> Teeny bladder syndrome with John Adams. <laughs> dude, are you back? All right, dudes, I'm John, back. What I miss? Aaron said you either had teeny bladder, but my my guess was that you were off bulking up using your shake weights. <laughs> my shake weights or my shake weights? Shake, your shake, shake weights. weights. <laughs> you, I said you had TBS. Have you seen the shake weights, dude? Have you guys? Dude, seen I them? know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Those bars that you hold with like two hands and you shake them and they they wide very back and forth they wobble yes. I guess you could say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, they they, they look are, like they're just awesome. wrong, dude. I still think he has TBS. No, usually I, I, I'm going to let everyone in on a big secret here. What I usually do during the break is haul ass downstairs, grab another beer from the fridge, and then haul ass back upstairs. Nice. Well, it sounded like you were using shake weights to me. But today, today <laughs> he was dealing with his TBS and shake weights. <laughs> anyway, moving forward, we got... That's it. I got to put a shake... I got to put a shake weight uh, video up on the website now, just so everybody knows what we're talking about, because it's hilarious. I love the shake weight. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and you guys... I know you guys home. were joking me about the new minivan that um, I finally broke down and had to get here. Oh yeah, that's right, folks. Aaron got a minivan, but minivan. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a series of some short videos to put online to show why it's going to be cool to take that to the game. Because John's like, that's going to look cool. Let's go into the game in that. <laughs> it's going to look way cooler than my car. Oh man! But I bet it's going to be a whole hell of a lot more comfortable because we're getting old. Yeah. I'm going to do a, sh- a series of some short videos. I've already got some ideas. They're going to be pretty funny of why it's going to be cool. 
Shake weight. He's going to do some HSA, some hog service announcements. <laughs> there you go. Shake weight. Boy, Speaking of running downstairs to get a beer, uh, you guys hear about Byron, don't call me Brian <laughs> hey, Westbrook? nice segue, dude. Our seldom used cornerback on the Washington Redskins. He's going to be even less seldom keys, used because <laughs> he should be... Cut! Apparently, Brian Westbrook dude, got a DUI this weekend. Or this week. He got himself, he got himself according to Comcast... Um, he got himself a, I don't know how he did this, but he got himself a Dewey and a DWI as well. I don't know how you get a under the influence and while intoxicated. I guess they have to, they charged him with both and then they pair it Dude, down Maybe to he one. was double fisting. Um, and he also got charged with failure to drive right of center. Right, that's what I was going to uh, say, failure to drive right of center. That was the third hey, thing. Hey, dude, maybe yeah. he was double fisting it and one of them had more in it than the other one. And that's how he got charged with both of them. <laughs> what, what is the difference Dude, between know. driving while intoxicated and under the influence? Maybe he was under the influence of like marijuana and driving under. Well, like, where did you Where did you get hey. that from? Bleacher Report? <laughs> Seriously? No, dude, it's from CSNWashington dot com. Reported this. Oh, I see that now. Yeah, that yeah. is the Comcast report on on Byron. Don't call me Brian. Dude, he pretty much sucked anyway. Except on special teams, he had a few good tackles. He had a few good tackles, and he had a few not-so-good tackles. He's one of those guys who pretty much reaches prime, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he was always a spy for the Eagles anyway. All I know is it's time for Bruce Allen and Mike Shanny. Do his little... Wait a minute, dude. Wait. All I got to say is this. There was somebody that posted on Comcast after that story. I just looked it up, and they put a comment on there that said... Say bye-bye, Byron Westbrook. You and Chad Reinhardt have fun watching football on TV like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, but Ch- Chad nice. Reinhardt, though, in his defense, wasn't driving. He was just, like, trying to get some food in the middle of the night. <laughs> he was just sitting. <laughs> what? Again, the visual of him in the middle of the night, like, trying the locked door going, Let I'm me hungry. in. Dude, I'm, I'm hungry. Let me in. Yeah. Seriously, dude. There is a big difference. Yeah, at least he wasn't driving. Um, I think they need to take uh, Byron and send him on his merry way so he can go sign with Philadelphia as a new scrub on their team. As they're, you know what? As they're hauling him off to jail, he's they're probably like, he's probably like, Bruce Smith can do it. Why can't I? (laughs) Come on, hey, I like it. Uh, Hey, man, he's got two more to go if he wants to get up there with Bruce Smith. He's got. That's he's right. still got like two lives mm-hmm. left. Yeah, he's a. He's an. Amateur. He also has about two hundred um, more sacks to go if he wants to get up there with Bruce Smith. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm just glad to hear that the uh, that the the fine citizens of Waldorf, Maryland, are all safe mm. after Byron was pulled off the road. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Long story short, I think they need to cut him. Make an example. But we thought that even without the DUI and DWI and driving left of center. <laughs> Byron, Byron, Byron. Get get your bye act bye together. Byron. Get your act together. Thank you. And and speaking of brothers of and as you're backs going out the door and <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> what was 
that. Somebody opened Speaking a window. Of running backs. It was like, it was like uh, Clinton Portis, um, <laughs> who may or may not be back. Um, uh, yeah, the Redskins. Speaking of that, Eric, but on bum. Speaking of that, the uh, the Redskins have come out and they're just like, yeah, Clint Portis is still a member of this team, and you know he's going to be good this year. He's still got some. Who fight said that, Larry? And we're trying to make it sound. The part they didn't say is that we're trying to make it sound like he's still worth a trade. Oh yeah, did Larry Michael <laughs> say that? That's what you have to read. You have to read into that part of it. Oh, this is Larry Michaels of my butt. <laughs> Larry, the official voice of my butt. Larry, <laughs> the vis- the official voice of butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larry! Oh, dude, I'd like to have an interview with Larry. Oh, Let's Reed. interview Larry. Let's see if he'll come on Harry Hog Football. Dude, we should we should send him an email and see and say, <laughs> hey, we would love to have you on Harry Hog Football for some interviews. <laughs> and then we could have like some real questions for him. And then by like question three, you could be like, oh, and by the way, Larry, why do you suck? <laughs> like, have some real questions for and him. And why don't you quit and give Frank his job? Yeah, we'll back. throw him. We'll lob him up. He'd probably try to sick the. Sick the Redskins lawyers on us, well, though, for some reason. You know, probably we can lob them up some slow, like, easy ones to hit, like why he thinks the Redskins should get a quarterback in the first round. And then and then we'll get into it and be like, in at the at the Beach Blitz, the summer of whatever year that was we went, 05, why were you wearing Eagles green? <laughs> no, dude, we just need to, you know, ask him questions. And say things that we say that he said, but he didn't say necessarily. Like something like this. Like, Larry, you were quoted as saying that Jason Campbell was no good for this team. <laughs> and that we needed to go out and bring it, bring back Mark Brunel. <laughs> How do you, what do you have to say about <laughs> defend that? Himself. Or be like, Larry. <laughs> let him defend himself. He'll be like, oh, I didn't Larry, say that. Larry, how come every game that you announce, you when you say someone got three yards, they really got one. And if they got seven yards, they really got nine. Please discuss. Consistently. Buzzing Why are you always consistently wrong? Do you need glasses? <laughs> and this wouldn't be Buzzing so bad if it wasn't on the radio. If we could actually see what was Buzzing going math, on. Dude. Yeah, exactly. It's like I can forgive Pat Summerall if he's in the yard off because I could look at the field and be like, no, no, that's <laughs> right there. But we have to rely on but Larry. But on the radio. We have to rely on Larry's dumbness. That's why Larry sucks. He thinks he's a he thinks he's a film guy. He thinks he's a television personality because he wants like a lot of attention for himself. You know, he's one of those announcers that's really about his own brand and his own attention, like making sure that he's known as the voice of the Washington Redskins. Like in all seriousness, that's what he wants. And obviously, he's terrible at doing radio because he calls the games like he's doing a TV show. Or he's doing stuff. a TV broadcast of it. I, I have a Terrible. solution to I have a solution Bring to this. Frank. They should give yeah, like Sonny and he's Sam. Cut. Well no, cut! other than that. Other than that, they oh. should give Sonny and Sam like a big red button <laughs> that's like the Larry's telling tales out of school button. And whenever he does something <laughs> like that, they hit the button and it's like <laughs> you know, like and so at least the listeners know, oh Larry just Well told here's me. the funny yeah. thing. You you know what I mean? Well, here's the funny thing about Larry. You know he goes home like every night after a game and like talks to his wife and he's like Sam and Larry are so unprofessional. I mean, Sam and Sonny are so unprofessional. I can't take it day in and day out as he pours himself some. Yeah, some I bet he does. <laughs> he probably also goes home and he's like, ah, yeah, I really, I really killed it today. <laughs> I had some great points in the third. Oh, quarter. yeah, I really killed it today. He 
probably goes home and listens to his podcast. I mean, listens to his uh, broadcast. He probably does. He's listening to it, and he's all smiling to himself. He's like, man. Dude, how many times? He's like, oh, wait, this I'm is good. where Sonny talks. He fast-forwards. Okay, here I am. Dude, how many? Well, he might listen to Sonny, but you know he fast-forwards through Sam. How he many times do you think Sam has said this? This statement. Oh, be quiet, Sonny. Here comes Larry. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and oh, 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 shh. Here comes Larry. Oh, oh, oh. He'll be like, I'm just waiting Sam? for proof that Sonny and Sam? Sam actually listen to our podcast because one day one of them is going to say, well, what do you, what, why did you say that, Larry? <laughs> Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, where's Sam? I don't know. It's just started a game. He's probably down getting a hot dog. Just started. We're halfway through the third it's quarter. It's like, shut up, Larry, before you get Dan Snyder on his case. <laughs> Larry's always trying to get him in trouble. All right, moving forward. Enough about Larry. We'll have enough to. Yeah, enough about Larry. If he if he didn't if he wasn't sick and the Redskins lawyers on us before, we're gonna we're totally gonna hear from that Donovan guy tomorrow. Yeah, and it also it wouldn't be a preseason if we couldn't have Larry to cut on. So. (laughs) All right. So what about these late round uh, running backs that supposedly the Redskins could target? John scouted this out. Well, I, I I think. I think the three of us are in agreement that the Redskins probably should draft a running back, but don't need to draft one in the first couple rounds. Um, we know Liddell Betts is going to be a while coming back because he also has uh, ligament damage in his knee. Um, and we don't know if any of the other guys are really going to be the answer, Quinton Ganther or uh, or our dog from the And we're never going to know if they're going to be the answer. the last few preseason. We're never going to know if they're going to be the answer yeah. until we have an offensive line for them to run behind. Yeah, truly. And we don't think Clinton Portis has got it anymore, and we're really kind of – I think all three of us are really kind of sick of him. Um, so Jesus, Rich Chandler uh, actually was writing for uh, – he was writing for Comcast. He was talking about a few running backs that could be available in the late rounds. Um he mentioned a few, uh, Montario Hardesty out of Tennessee, Anthony Dixon out of Miss State, uh, Ben Tate from Auburn. He seems Toby to think Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt from Stanford is going to be available kind of late, but I think he's going to get drafted a lot earlier. I think he's going to go in the first couple rounds. What about that, that Joy, Qu- Joy Quay Bell guy from I, I didn't State. mention him because I didn't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Um, but yeah, is it like Joyquay or is it Jock? I think it's probably Joyquay uh, at a Wayne Jock State, Bill. at a Wayne State <laughs> Division Two player, and we, you know, we do have one great Division Two player out of John Carroll, who is London Fletcher. Mm-hmm. So true, 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 true. And another guy I mentioned out of Tulane, uh, the Green Wave is Andre Anderson. Um, dude, what about like CJ Spiller and those guys? Gone early, dude. I think Spiller's going to be gone by the end of the first round, even though he's a little bit injury prone himself. I think he's going to be gone. Definitely. Man, I was by watching him. I mean, if we were drafting a, uh, a running back, I was watching him play this past year, and I was like, man, I would love to have that CJ Spiller. Yeah, he's going to be That'd gone. Be awesome. Dude, he's one of those. He's one of those throwback guys that are just starting to get back into vogue. That can play. Uh, you know, they can play running back, but they can also go out and play receiver. They can split out. Like they can go to the slot, or they can split out wide. Like the really versatile kind of guys. Exactly. 
So I, I think it's about it might be time for the Redskins to pick up a player like that. I think Antoine Randall L's kind of like that, but he they can't give him the rock and have him run it though. You know, you can't use him as a running back. Dude, he's got to be cut this year. Well, talking about yeah, he needs to get cut anyway. Five million a year. Clemson seems to be turning out some good players recently. Who? uh, CJ Spiller is another example of a a Clemson product that seems to have come out of there with a you know with some promise. Oh, I thought you said Prince. I thought you said Princeton, and I was like, what? Clemson, dude. Clemson. N N stands for Clemson. Where the N stands for knowledge. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement that we could take one of these guys later. And, um, and stands for knucklehead. It would be a good idea to uh, probably pick up a running back late in the game, late in the draft like that, but definitely not around, not early on. We don't need to get a running back Some, early. I don't think there's any game changing running backs that are going to be available for the Redskins to pick up like that. Something else we haven't no, mentioned. Let us reiterate. We, we do need an O-line. Yeah. And something else we haven't mentioned that we could, probably pick up in the later round is we need a we need a cornerback we need a lot of cornerbacks right now because we've got d'angelo hall who is a questionable number one at best we all know no hands rogers and what he's capable of byron westbrook needs to get cut who else we got got justin tryon who can't can you imagine justin tryon being out there trying to cover someone like andre johnson (laughs) some six four six five uh type big Wide receiver, can you imagine that? We, he'd get torched all day. He'll long. be trying, all right. Yeah, I, I we, don't know, dude, but I think yeah, we need I think more. I'm going to send uh, if, if if Carlos Rogers is on the team again this year, I'm going to send him a shake weight so that he'll uh, <laughs> work on work, boing, work boing, on the boing, strong. Boing. <laughs> he can work on the stronger hands and forearms. You know, he needs that little bit of, of help there. Boing. Shake weight. Shake weight. By the way, this, this week's awesome. episode of Harry Hog Football is sponsored by Shake Weight. Dude, what is – I've never even seen Shake Weight. Get yours weight. today like at com or shakeweight.com. Is it like an infomercial thing? What is that? Like a Ron Popeil Shake Weight? What is it? Dude, they're our sponsor <laughs> and you don't and even know what they are. Shake Weight. We'll put, we'll put up a Shake Weight video on the website. You guys go check shake it out. Shake Weight. I've seen the shake. I know what you're talking about. You have a shake weight. Yeah. You did it during the break. John Stewart loves the shake weight. Shake weight's probably awesome. I could do the shake weight and then grab another beer, then do the shake do weight. Perfect push up. And then take a ride in Aaron's minivan. And Basically, six minutes a day, and you'll have a, a stronger upper body muscle. Dude, I want six minutes a day. I better be promised like a you know six pack abs. I want no. I want an eight pack of of abs. <laughs> For six minutes. I want a 12 pack. I've already got a keg, but I want to trade that in for a 12 pack. Uh, I want an eight, 18 pack of abs. <laughs> I'd like right. to trade in my pony keg for a. Uh... Dude, you don't have a pony keg. You have one of those Heineken mini kegs. <laughs> Dude. What? Speaking of Larry. Uh, Larry. We did. We did have Larry Hess promoted to the athletic uh, head athletic trainer this week, correct? Yeah, we're getting into some real, real like scraping the bottom uh, bottom of the barrel news right here. Um, Larry Hess, <laughs> not Michael, was promoted to head athletic trainer, um, and Paul Kelly was promoted to assistant of the head coach. I'm sorry, assistant to the head coach slash. Football administration. What is that? Dude, Paul Kelly, um, isn't he the um, 
isn't he like a makeup artist or a hairdresser? Is he or something? Jim Kelly's son? Yeah, something like that. Paul Kelly. He's related to Jim Kelly, isn't he? I'm gonna put a picture of that guy. I think I, I think I saw on the Bleacher Report <laughs> that he was Jim Kelly's son. <laughs> you see him on the Bleacher Report, or did you hear that from uh, on Redskins Nation? From I don't know, dude. Paul Kelly. But what about this guy? Richmond Flowers has been named coaching assistant. Yeah, some other guy. A really important news. These are guys we're never going to hear about Wait, are coaching again. assistants um, like the dudes yeah. that throw them the ball for you know during practice and stuff? I think they're the ones that that throw the football back to the uh, to the quarterback, like on the first. Day and they're of the guys game. you see out on the field before the game. You're like, who are those guys that get to go down there and like throw the balls to the players, thinking they're all cool? It's those guys. Yeah. Oh wait, dude. Bad news on this Flowers guy. Wait. Because he's a former player who was a seventh-round pick of the Jaguars in 2001, but spent most of that season on the Dallas Cowboys practice squad. And he went to camp with them in 2002 before being released. Oh he was also on the Redskins practice squad in 2002 and hung out in the preseason in 2003, probably spying for Dallas. <laughs> Seriously. This Flowers guy. He could be cut. the mole, dude. I bet he is. Well, they guess they had to slip someone in there as soon as, as soon as Jerry Jones saw that Byron Westbrook was in there. Oh no, I guess it would be uh, what's his face up in, in Philadelphia for that one. Well, I guess since he lost Sean Sweezum down or up here in Washington, that he uh, he had to try to slip a new mold. Yeah, he had to reassign Sweezum back to the home turf, only to have him suck. He's like Sweezum, you must go to Washington now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about wraps wraps it up for this week's podcast, dudes. <laughs> Did you say crowd? Really, dude? Seriously? Oh, we had some more. What? Um, some more. Uh, old Old Jim Zorn was asked about Dan Snyder and working for him this week. Did you guys see oh, that? That's not on the itinerary. Really? He's he said that not. Jim Zorn. Yeah, he got asked about it and basically said that Dan Snyder's passionate about winning in his team or something. Yeah, he took the high road again. And basically was like, uh, I'm gone from there. I'm not saying anything bad about that guy. He just wants to win. And he paid me a crap load of money and, to suck. And they were pretty much like, well, did you just feel overwhelmed in Washington? He was like, no, I wasn't overwhelmed. He's like, I felt like we had some good elements, and I learned from Mike Holmgren. Uh, See, that's the thing, though. Like, that's 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 the entire problem with, with him. I'm glad he took the high road. He always has. He's been good like that. But the whole fact is like, no, I wasn't overwhelmed, except for that he obviously, absolutely. It was like he was, was in denial the whole time he was there. He, well, he has uh, his own kind of like reality, which was kind of neat and quirky for a few weeks at the beginning of his tenure, and then got real old real fast when they started losing. So he, he was yeah, asked. Uh, he was asked. By the way, do you still have that sound effect for him, Aaron? Um, he was oh, asked yeah. if he would uh, like to be a head coach again. Here we go. The Ravens are. <laughs> um, he was asked if he'd like to be the head coach again in the in the National Football League, and he said, "Oh, absolutely, no question about it." Keep on wishing. Well, I mean, that the the Oakland Raiders might hire him. Good Cowboys for that guy. might hire him. He did spend a training camp with the Cowboys at the beginning of his career, so who knows? Mm -hmm. Him and Wade Phillips could tag team. I like to I like to refer to him as that guy, and I say good for that guy. Anyway, he's going to be one of those coaches when in the future they're talking about the great times in the Redskins history, 
And you know how they gloss over like 1992 to Joe Gibbs 2.0? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't even mention any of the coaches that are in that group. Yeah. They go pretty much from Gibbs to Gibbs. Um, yeah, Jim Zorn is, is two years that are going to be glossed over once we talk about how Mike Shanahan brought glory back to the Redskins, hopefully. We hope. Dude. What? He, he'll be like the Millard. He'll be like the Millard Fillmore. Of of the Washington. Millard Fillmore. The Millard Fillmore. Seriously. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right, Aaron? (laughs) 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 He's like, dude, dude, there's no songs about him like James K. Polk. Come on, man. I don't know all the presidents. Millard Fillmore was the 13th president of the United States that nobody knows. I've never even heard of him. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. He must have been pretty Go good there. He must not have made any, that's where he's at. He must not have made anyone upset, so he must have done pretty well. Go check your seventy five. He, pro- he probably did one of the better jobs of all the presidents just because nobody like remembers mm-hmm. him. Exactly. No one hated him, no one liked him. It was probably a time of four years of uh, peace and, and prosperity. Bliss. American yep. Utopia. Anyway. Ah. Well I Manifest Destiny. I do have one shout out to give. Um David in Michigan did write in and send his address for the uh, Tom's Trivia Prize from last season. And he also just said, you might as well. He said you might as well send the, uh, you know, wait to send it with the one he's going to win from this season. Oh, a little Tom's Trivia smack talk. And he Uh, also said that he could tear down Josh on some wings. Ooh. I don't know. But he doesn't know if he's going to be I'll able take to. That challenge. He doesn't know if he's going to be able to come to the Hall of Fame game. But if he does, I'll it's take on. But if you it. do, dude, you're going to Quaker Steak and Lube with us in Canton. You're going to sign that waiver and get those hot, 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 hot wings. I, I'm salivating, man. I'll, I'll give me a dozen of them right now. I'm good to go. Sick. Looking for some hot wings. Wings. Get my pop pop I also wanted to give a shout out because there's something we haven't mentioned on this episode, and that is Yellow Cake. Dude, I mentioned oh, Yellow right, Cake. Right. I, dude, I threw the Yellow Cake out there. I threw some Yellow Cake out there when Josh was talking about uh, Mark Are Brudel. you sure he wasn't talking about LeVar? There, we covered that base. Oh, there we go. I think we're ready <laughs> right. to wrap it up. With that Excellent. being said, it's about time to wrap it up. Um, check out the website, harryhogfootball.com. Send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Follow That's us right. on Twitter. And if, you would like, if you would like to be like Red Queen 81 one of our longtime listeners now, uh, and you would like to sponsor an episode of Harry Hog Football, you can go down on the left-hand side of the page, harryhogfootball.com. Work your way down on the left-hand side, and eventually you'll come to a donate button next to a uh, – <laughs> the three the three Lombardi trophies and a burgundy parachute. <laughs> and uh you can click on that button and donate whatever amount you want as long as it's more than eleven it has to be eleven cents or greater. And you too can sponsor an episode of Harry Hog Football. That's right. I think Red Queen eighty one uh gave us a five spot. So we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, if you go on there and you give us a quarter, we're gonna we're gonna you know, you'll sponsor it, but we'll talk about what it should say you want. <laughs> Oh man! At least get us anyway. up to the Washingtons, man. We like Washington. Oh man, that's right. We, we appreciate it. 
we'll, we'll update you guys on uh, on any of the uh, upcoming Hall of Fame trip and all that good stuff. Meantime, follow yes, us sir. on Twitter, uh, Harry Hog on Twitter, and uh, you know, keep it in the road. Yep. Keep it in the road. Don't drink and drive. It's starting to be a real bad habit with people in Burgundy and Gold and previous Burgundy and Gold. And we don't like yeah, it. Yeah, let me rephrase that. Keep it keep it right of the line. Mm-hmm. Keep it right of center. Unless you're in the UK. Keep it left of the line over there, guys. Yep. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. In the meantime, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke